Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us, and we are so happy to have you. So today is day 28 of NaNoWriMo, and in case you haven't checked it out yet, um, on YouTube, we have just put out there our interview uh, with Leah Burtis, and she is an author and a CEO of Empowered and Poised, and it is was an awesome interview. She talks about tips and tricks for writing a book. She talks about interviewing. Um, She also talked about like how to go about your book when you're really not sure what direction it's going to um, and where it's headed. So um, check it out. It's on YouTube, just published today, and it's Tips and Tricks with Leah Burtis. Um, So go ahead and pop over to the YouTube channel, um, How to Write a Book Podcast. You should be able to find it from there. And then um, y'all enjoy. I hope that that interview really gives you some good ideas as to how to approach your book, especially when you're writing a nonfiction. And I think that a lot of the writer's mindset that we talk about within uh, this show apply in that episode as well. So I'm really excited about what you guys are going to find in there. All right. So today's toxic thought is, you know, what if my book doesn't sell? That is a legitimate question and for many reasons because sometimes we are hoping to get our income settled into writing or maybe um, it's validation for ourselves or perhaps we're trying to raise money for like a charity for example um, and actually that's what um, Leah Burtis is doing with her book so super fascinating great tie in there and I, I totally know what you mean especially me as someone who uh, values money in a different way and I've tried to learn recently how to unlock myself from the value of money uh, because because I was so worried about it and really, you know, just losing sleep over it, you know, because you try to do certain things, you try to, you know, have that entrepreneurial life and there are ups and downs, right? And especially with the pandemic, it feels like it's a down right now. And even though I'm not in the red, you know, I don't like being within a certain number. You know, I don't like feeling like, okay, well, you know, three months from now, what's going to happen? Or, you know, can I get this thing over here? Or can I invest in this? And and there was a period of time where, you know, I could go ahead and just do it. Like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get it. But now that season of my life is over and it's been um, just a whole new challenge of trying to understand where I come from in a money mindset way, especially because I've come to worship money, unfortunately, you guys. And I worry about it so much that I realized I was like looking into like, uh, you know, scripture and like Bible plans and stuff. And it was like, oh, dude, like I'm like idolizing money, like to the point of like godhood but like I didn't even realize that you know I in my head I'm like oh no I'm just worried about money I'm just thinking about money constantly you know things like that <laughs> and, and we all do I mean this is I think the culture that we live in and I just want to say hey if, if you are stuck in that same mindset as I'm trying to break free of um y'all I totally get it I totally get it I know what you mean um and there's going to be seasons of drought and there's going to be seasons of plenty and you know when those seasons of plenty come um make sure to plan ahead and use those seasons to plan for the drought. And I'm very fortunate that I've had a chance to plan ahead. Um, so I'm not in this place of worry. And But yet, I put myself in there anyways because I'm constantly thinking about it. So y'all, just try to enjoy and plan ahead, sure. But when you hit a season, know that it's going to be over. It will be over and you'll be on the other side.
other side again and you'll be enjoying those rolling hills and um you know taking your family out to dinner or you know investing in that cool new tech or you know whatever you want to do um it is right around the corner i believe that for everyone and especially with um, 2020 about to end i just feel like a lot of people are gonna adapt and grow in the next couple of months so i'm excited about that so all of that ties into this belief of like what if my book doesn't sell anything and I totally um, can understand where that comes from. And especially because um, money is an external force. You know, we cannot control, you know, when someone buys your book. We cannot control, um, you know, when someone actually decides, like, here, I'm going to buy your course, for example. But, but here's the, you know, tidbit that I want to give you. And it's that you have to do your best to write your book, right? And once you're done with your best, You have permission to let it go to a degree, but always remember that you can keep learning, you know, so say if your book launches and it doesn't have the number that you first like, well, the good thing is, is that that book still belongs to you. So you can launch again, or you can try a different marketing platform, or you can uh, be a guest on a podcast, for example, or try a different way to market your book. And that is the really cool thing about um, having your own book is knowing that you can continue moving forward. And also, just because you don't get that income right away doesn't mean you should stop writing. You can keep writing because um, what's really true, especially in the self-publishing world, is that nothing sells your book better than the next book. Now, this is what all of us say, you know, so keep writing because that's going to lead you to where you need to be. Um, But again, separate yourself from the value of your own self-worth with the money that comes in from your book. But again, I just want to go ahead and emphasize that idea that, okay, maybe it won't work the first time. And if it does, awesome. But if it doesn't, know that you can keep trying, you can keep pivoting, you can try something else, right? And that will lead to more things. And also, if you're going the traditional publishing route, and, uh, you know, once you get your royalties, your contract down, and it's not what you want it to be, remember that, um, keep an eye out for how you give the rights away to your book, right? So if you, for example, now I'm not a legal expert, so don't take legal advice, but the point is to keep an eye on what you sign, right? Because you want to give them permission to a degree, but also if you can keep your hands on maybe the audio versions, the digital versions, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I'm not a legal professional, but um, these are some ideas that you can think of. Then even if that first royalty check isn't what you planned it, there are still other ways that you can get income from your book. So keep that in mind as well. It's a really great way uh, to just expand your thought and also to find new ways to give that income for yourself. So y'all, I hope that it gives you optimism. That's the point of this episode is that it's optimism that will keep us going and you can find new ways to earn that income for your book, y'all. Thank you so much and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey there, writer. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Masier Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.themasier.com. That's www.themasier.com. We'll see you on the other side.